You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. The NFL is in full swing. It's about time we do our thing. No time for dunks and finger rolls, dropping pucks and scoring goals, home runs and strikeouts off for summer. Tight spirals flying all around, touchdowns abound. Let's talk some football, crushing beers and throwing fits. Let's talk some shit. It's the big sports cast. Call 708-316-8822, you Baba Dicks. TM, this is the longest that we've gone in the history of this show with our teams being relevant. That's right. And it has sadly, sadly come to an end there was there is a there is a ship in there you did get a ship along the way i know tm but this has been a rough couple of days <sighs> welcome everybody to the binge sports cast this year this year this is a hop slam for the Detroit Lions. Oh, man. I'm going to drink it. It is a toast to a great season. I know it's. Uh, I know we don't hang banners for losing in this podcast, but uh, it was a great run. It was a great run, and you were in the game till the end. We'll, we, we'll get into it shortly, yes. but I know it sucks to lose in that way or in that game right before the Super Bowl, but I know you'll sit back in a few weeks as you look to next season and, you know, it's all positive. You're ready to, you know, hopefully and, you know, they're getting, there's a lot of criticism I'm hearing, well, I guess it was Chad too in the, in the chat, but he's not the only person I've heard discuss Dan Campbell's post-game comments and stuff and, you know, if it's if it was out of context, you're not understanding what he was saying. I think everything he said was very motivational to his players, very honest, and just very correct. Just like, hey, look, you don't just get here every year without X, Y, and Z being yeah. put into this. So, right. yeah, I, I, gotta... I appreciate everything. You got the right guy to motivate a team to come off this type of loss and get after it again harder next year. Like, you know, I, I like him as that coach in that position. Yeah. Not my <laughs> guy. I like your guy. I... It's my been... guy just sits and goes, Hey guys, we're going to be back next year for 1600 screenplays. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> no rushing touchdowns next year. You're good. It's all going to be off a screen. Just so you know, it's like a run. We'll see you next year. Oh, by the way, we're doing hard knocks preseason. Cool. All right. I'm off then. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll so we had, um, yes, we had the, uh, we had the NFL championship, uh, games this weekend. Um, you know, not a whole lot of people uh, you know, gave, I don't know, I, I guess 
looking at the spreads, they, you know, they, they, they were giving the one seeds a lot of credit, right? Yes. They were dogging Kansas City, just like everybody has uh, a lot this season. and, and That know. line got to five really early in the weekend. Wow. Yes, in some spots it got as high as five. And I tell you, I think we we talked about it on this on this show last week. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it is it is safe to say, and I'll I will say it. I mean, they are the new Belichick and Brady. Easily, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has won the AFC four of the six first years of his career. Like what are we talking about here? It's like yeah. fucking unreal. And if if they win Super Bowl, I mean, dynasty is solidified. I mean, that word can now be used. I, I think you can make an argument to use it already, but to get a third, that's dynasty. Without question. And to do it how so they've young. done I it. Mean, yeah. With the, the the players that they're they're doing it with or lack or or different players that they're doing it with different ways to do it and I know this year so much more on the defense than than ever before obviously I mean they manhandled uh Baltimore and Lamar and then you just you know it's like this this year it's Patrick Mahomes is the the cherry on top of what is a good defense. And I just don't know. I can't sit here and analyze it. It's just don't but if doubt you look him, at the, right? If I mean, you look, yeah, no, no. You're stupid to bet against anyone who bet against them the last three weeks. It was stupid. You're getting points in two of those games at Patrick Mahomes. It's just a no-brainer. I mean, you got to you gotta bet him. I made the mistake the Buffalo week. I got caught up in the hype. And, uh, you know, that backfired. I made up for it this week. Anyway, who cares? Nobody cares about my bets right now. But let's talk about this game. As much as they won the game, their defense played well, if you're Baltimore and you hold the Chiefs to 17 points. I mean, I was saying this in the German game when my team held them to 21 points, and I was like, you've got to win that game. You have to win this game if you hold them to 17 points and no points in the second half. I mean, Chiefs won the game. I don't think we can sit here and you say they manhandled them defensively, yes. But I think there's a little bit, I think there's an element of a mental win here. For the sure. Chiefs, and I'm not. Sure. I'm not talking about. Yeah, I'm not talking about the Justin Tucker, Kelsey nonsense pregame. It's just you. It's like I don't know if Baltimore like they couldn't get their shit together early. There are so many terrible penalties, and I'm. And this is not a conversation that is led by saying the refs favored the Chiefs. I did not have that impression. Every time there was a penalty called on the Ravens, I wouldn't say every time, but most of the calls. You know, they'd show a replay, and you're like, oh, yeah, penalty, penalty. Zay Flowers flexing yep. the taunting penalty, horrendous. Horrendous. The fumble, horrendous. I mean, they beat themselves left and right. You watch Lamar the previous weekend. 
They play a shitty first half. You say, all right, they're coming off the bye. Houston didn't score any offensive touchdowns. The game is here to be won. They come out in the second half. Lamar uses his legs all over the place, and they fucking, you know, win the half 24 nothing, and, you know, get themselves to the AFC Championship game at home. They didn't do that. He didn't do that in this game. No. And that's what I What's was... the game plan? They got away from the run with, with Edwards and Hill and Lamar. Yeah. Forget the triple coverage. Horrible pass. But where's the running? That's it's what it's I was mind blowing. And I think time. that's why it's mental, right? Yeah. It's like they just. At some point, Lamar needed to, like, somebody needed to tell him, hey, it's okay to go, like, back to your roots. Because clearly, you throwing the ball isn't working. You know? You're, you're trying to win the AFC championship by all means necessary. Move your ass. And where was Beckham? The entire first, like almost three quarters. I, my, I turned to my father. I said, have you seen three on the field? He goes, no, Beckham. He goes, I haven't seen him once. As a text comes into my phone from my buddy, is Beckham out? <laughs> I mean, like everybody was thinking it at the same time. It's like, where's this guy been for three quarters? Very disappointing. Yeah, they, and I, th- I think what I'm trying to say by mental, it's I, they were psyched out somehow. Somehow yeah. the Chiefs psyched them out in this game. Well, it's every every time Baltimore thought they had something going, it was Mahomes scrambling, finding Kelsey wide open, right? Or Pacheco yeah. breaking a tackle, squirting through the, the, the interior line to, to, you know, get a first down. And the score doesn't indicate that it was like that, but I'm, I'm looking at the like, Patrick Mahomes, and and this was, you know, this is the game plan. Patrick Mahomes was 30 for 39 for 241 yards. So, I mean, 30 attempts for 241 is not, you know, some huge, not like he was throwing darts 40 yards downfield. No, it's short passes. Yeah, Yeah. they just, they, they controlled the game. You're absolutely right. They mentally got into Baltimore's head and took them out of what they did best. The play or the uh, time of possession was 37 minutes to 22, 30, 37 to 23. Baltimore got out of the game. Chiefs got up on them early. And then, you know, the, the, the bad mental mistakes, you said it, Zay flowers. And then who's a Van Noy had a, had a bad penalty. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It just well, there was the one, the 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 uh, Burkhart and the fuck's the tight end's name, Olson, right? Greg Olson. Oh yeah, yeah flipping yeah. out. Yeah, they're flipping out over that one non-call where I'm wondering if I'm on the right game here. No, I'm on the wrong game. Never mind. That's your game. I'll get yeah, to yeah. that later. Was, but, yeah, 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 yeah. This was Romo. Yeah. Oh, man. I wish I would have had time. Yeah. There were some gems from Romo yeah. this week. And oh, but, my yeah. God. But, you know, like, take a, Mahomes, Mahomes is the quarterback. Like, he's like Brady. It's a great comparison. We can start. I really think we can just start hammering this home as much as we want. I'm not saying he's as good. But there is the potential for his career to end up being better just because of the amount of success that he has had at an early age. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's better. I'm just saying he is writing a script here 
that could end up having more Super Bowls. It's possible. He's got a lot of years left. That's all I'll say about that right now. I know Chris Man Doug Russo got killed for making the comparison, but I think it's warranted. I don't think it was fair that he got killed for that. It's very possible that it happens. Anyway, Mahomes, the game doesn't get too big for Mahomes. Yes, he's been there before and all that, but he just stays calm, and he takes what the defense gives them. If that's something that Josh Allen would have done against the Chiefs, Mahomes wouldn't even have been in this game. Yep. Because on that, yeah, right? Because on that final drive, Allen had digs over the middle and this Kincaid and that and this, and you know he just wanted to throw it into the fucking end zone with two minutes left because he's a fucking idiot. And the same thing with Lamar. Game gets too big for Lamar. He throws to Likely in, in triple coverage. He doesn't run when he could probably get 40 yards and instead tries to force it to Andrews, which I think, you know, maybe Mark Andrews shouldn't have played this game. Maybe not. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe not. You know, the offense was rolling without him. Likely was fucking tearing it up. I don't know why you got to bring him in when he's not 100%. And I know Lamar would never agree with that because. You could see, I think it was a Thursday night game or a Sunday night game when Andrews had gotten hurt. And the post game, Lamar sat with the crew, and that's all they talked about. And you could tell Lamar was like sh- like shaken by losing his number one guy. Sure. But, yeah. But, yeah, but you're not in football shit. There's no way. I know Andrews is. I, mean, he's been, I agree. He's been back yeah, for, for two weeks, but you're, it's still, you don't get game reps. And even in the playoffs, your your practice reps aren't the same as they are in game or Correct. in season. In season. Practice reps. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally agree. Um, it was I just, it just felt like they were almost toying with them. And I know the score didn't, you know, it just, they, it seemed like Kansas city knew exactly what they wanted to do and they did it. Well and coached. how Baltimore, how does, how does Travis Kelsey have 11 catches for 120 yards. Look, is there not a game plan against Travis Kelsey that I'm, was that not part of John Harbaugh's, you know, meetings? Like, Hey, we got to cover this guy. Cause Hey, just so you know, they have nobody else on the wide receiving core that can hurt us. And, and you know, rice is fine. He's just still young. But they did the same thing against Buffalo, too. He was wide open against Buffalo a lot, too. It makes you wonder. I mean, they just schemed it up. Yeah. And listen, he's Kelsey is Kelsey for a reason. You know, outside of Taylor Swift, he was the best tight end in football for years. He still is. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Well, I mean, off the top of your head, who's who's better? His Kittle fell off. He he did come to my mind. He could. He may be. He could be. He could be. Anyway, he could no, be. Yeah. my whole thing with Kelsey is just that he was hurt for a while. Then he had some doubt. Like he had some, I don't know, games where he. Well, their whole offense had some bad yeah, games. So exactly. That was the discussion. So, no, I mean, you see is... Brandon jumps into the chat. And he goes, their, their offense has been ass all season. Yeah. Like he even admits it. I mean. So anyway. We can't, you know, listen, we don't want to belabor listen, this game. No, no, it's but, fine. Yeah. Listen, it, you know, it is what it is. Um, but as much as I can't stand them, like, you know, it's it's the respect is now, like, you just can't sit here and be like, Chiefs are no good or Chiefs are any-. You just can't say anything. I mean, the respect is there. And listen, if you want to go to the Super Bowl from the AFC, this is the team and this is, more importantly, the guy you have to beat. And Miami 
Buffalo, I guess because of the injury to Burrow and all the weird shit all year, Miami, Buffalo, and Baltimore were the other AFC teams that had at some point during the season been looked at as a Super Bowl contender, right? And then you yeah. got the Browns, you know, sure. Browns, Texans, yeah. whatever. But Jags. Uh, you know, Jaguars, right, <laughs> who beat the Chiefs, you know. But so that being said, all three of them, right in order, Dolphins, Bills, Ravens, bye-bye. Yep. And look, when you come, when you go to training camp, Miami and Buffalo and Baltimore next year, guess who the favorite is to win the AFC? It's the fucking Chiefs. And that's just going to how it's going to have to be until somebody unseats these guys. And that's it. That's, that's, I mean, as unclear, right. yeah, as unclear as the AFC was at the beginning of this season, because it, we thought it was the strongest conference and all the quarterbacks are in the AFC. Guess what, folks? It's a lot clearer when we go into next fall. You're going to beat the Chiefs or not? Because that's Mahomes gets a playoff bid. That's that's the game plan. Beat him or just forget it. And the only one who's ever been able to do it is Burrow. And Brady, obviously, but Burrow. Yep. In this, you know, fresh crop of guys. So there you go. Great job. Great job, Chiefs. Uh fucking Miami. Get a new fucking quarterback because two ain't beating him. Anyway. This my my son was asking me today. We were just talking about it. He's asking me who I want to win the Super Bowl. And this will lead question. us into into our game and Sure. Here, like, like, I don't even want to watch the fucking Super Bowl. I don't want to watch any football <laughs> at all. Like, yeah. that's that's how yeah. I've been feeling. Now we're we're two days removed, and you know my my heartbreak is out of is, is slightly is is, is getting uh, better. Yeah, you know, time heals all. Um, and after now, the... did you go into the game? I know we talked about it last week, and we discussed how the how Detroit could be in the game and win the game, and we liked the points, obviously, given the touchdown. Yeah. yeah. But as the game is like going to kick off, are you thinking to yourself, just make it competitive and don't get blown out, or are you thinking to yourself, look, we're gonna we gotta fuck, we're gonna win this fucking game? Oh no, I like, well, there's you you went to two extremes. So I mean, I was I was. Not like confident. I wasn't confident. I didn't. I don't even think if you if you made me like put my life savings on it, I would have like on the money lot. I like would have bet that San Francisco was going to win. Right. And I think for all the reasons that that game minus my own team's reasons, but all the things that San Fran kind of showed in the second half of that game was the reason why. So we can take right. you can take out the the the, the fourth down uh, uh decisions and you take out you know the fumble and you just play that game straight up. And let's say that, you know, Detroit kicks field goals or whatever. San Francisco clearly was the better team on the field in the second half. And that was the team that we thought we were going to see the whole game. But Detroit came ready to play. And yeah. what I said going into it was we need to we need to stay in this game or get ahead and we need to make right. Brock Purdy beat us. And I don't know that Brock Purdy beat us. I mean, I think we beat ourselves pretty much the whole second half for a variety of reasons. But going into it, I thought that 
on a on a team level, San Francisco was just better. Detroit has some really really good players, but then everybody else is, you know, not starter caliber or you know just not at that level where San Francisco is just solid across the board. And so then you have that, you have the fact that they're at home, you have the fact that they've been there before. So you had all these things going against Detroit. So going into the game, I wanted us to have a chance going into the fourth quarter, let's say. And for Detroit to come out how they came out was amazing. I mean, they showed exactly why they should be there, that they deserve to be there, and that they had the the ability to win that game. They were the better team on the field for 30 minutes of that game. Yeah. And I we could sit here and talk and fired up. I was dude, I was fired up, man. I was like every time you guys scored, I'm like fuck it. like I mean, I had everybody getting into it in my house like I was like, this is going down. You know, I was like fucking feeling it, man. Yeah. And and, uh, and I think internally, I think all of us were thinking that way. I mean, you have to. I mean, you're 24 to 7 at half. I did not. I, I did not think they were going to come back. I, I really I really was sold on it. I just, I was like, holy shit, man. They're going to fucking pull this off. Um, I, and I, you know, I like to bash Purdy. And I think you're right. He didn't win. I mean, first of all, the fucking bomb to... Ayuk was luck. I mean, the the yeah. bounce of that ball, that sucks that that happened that way. But Purdy, I will say, and I, I don't like to compliment the guy. I always like to say he stinks. He's overrated. Like you said, he's bored on third base. I love that comment. That was like my favorite text of the weekend. But um, I will give him this. I was shocked and impressed at how much he did with his legs yeah. in the second half. And I kept texting my Dolphins group saying, Guys, this is a, this is the offense that our offense comes from. And I said, Tua cannot do what Purdy is doing in this half. And I'm Donnie Dolphin is getting back to me going, Tua doesn't do what right. Purdy's doing. It's not that he can, it's that he doesn't. And I said, uh-uh, there's a difference. I don't think t- that Tua can run as good as Purdy. Like, I hate to say that. I mean, but Purdy was running around. I was like, holy shit, this guy's got some fucking legs. It was killing me because I was rooting against him. But, I mean, I'm just going to take a step back and say, hey, look, I mean, you got to give him some props on this. Like, Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Because he saved drives. I mean, exactly what we just bitched that Lamar didn't do. He got Purdy doing it. It was great. Like, I can't believe it. Yep, and that's uh, yeah. There's no, there's no, there's not taking anything away from Purdy. Not do it, but you know he made he made a couple amazing plays to extend drives um, where our defensive line just could not get home, or or you know the miss said we had a safety blitz that we literally had him wrapped up, and he he squirmed out of there and then hit yeah. you check you know uh, along the Ugh. sidelines. Um, you know, I don't. You know, he had the one play in the first half. I think it was maybe it was the same, but where he like essentially like threw up a hook shot. The Jennings went up and like fucking Lamar. Or, oh uh, God, yeah, was that, Beckham, that wasn't a you know, it's a third down, right? Not a fourth down. I remember yeah. that. I was like, oh yep. come on. 
and it was just that type of shit. And um, so I don't. So the game ends. Everybody knows what fucking happened. Um, where do you stand to? Because I want to hear. I want to hear your thoughts. Because I've obviously we've heard a ton here in Detroit. Um, I've watched enough of the national media. I, I couldn't stomach a lot of it. Um, but where do you stand on the field goal? How, yeah, down. just the, yeah. where, where maybe the fault lands on the Detroit lions for this loss? Well, the first, the first one at the end of the half, take the points. Um, I was actually surprised he didn't go for it because his, that's who he's been all year, but I wasn't upset about it. Yeah. I mean, any other team takes the points there, and I think that's what you should do. But it's Dan Campbell, so I this is what got you here. Right. And it's, he takes it's the, the point. Right. He takes the point. So I'm like, right. I'm like, okay, it's the right thing to do. He did it. Three scores. Awesome. Now fourth and two at the 28. Now this is in the third quarter. So San Fran comes down. It. They kick a field goal. They get so a field goal, good, and then this you is know, the good on the Lions drive. for stopping them, holding them to three. Yep. yep. And you're up 14, you drive the field, you know, 40-plus yards. Fourth and two at the 28. I expect my team to kick that, to kick that, to go for the field goal there. Um, But again, it's Dan Campbell, and the play was there, and Reynolds dropped it. One of Reynolds' many key drops. So I don't think you kill him there either. The only one I kill him on really is the last one, just because, you know... And I, I would also make the argument, if you kick the second one and make it, you've got them coming out of the half, hitting the three, and you're like, okay, they feel and they might be feeling okay, but they're probably a little disappointed that they didn't get a touchdown. They probably came out saying we need seven. So you go down, put them back down by 17. Right. That's mentally backbreaking. Yep. Now, this next one, when the when you're down three, I think you've got to kick that one for your team because you guys – we're not getting anything going on offense in the second half. And you got to, it would have been a mental reset. You've now gone down three when you were up 17. Let's get the three, tie the game. Yeah. Give a little to your defense. Yeah. And mentally reset. Let them come back on the field saying, hold them here. We could drive for a field goal to win. And that that one was longer too. So, well, that's my question to you. I was going to say like, what is the confidence in Badgley? Because as a Dolphin fan, you know, I don't want, I don't want Sanders kicking anything over forty-five. You know, like I, if he goes out over forty-five, it's over fifty. Forget it. I'm already considering it a miss. Yeah, no, so, there is, you know, I mean, there is no because confidence. wasn't okay because he's not even been on the team the whole season. No, so right? he was our kicker at the end of last year. We signed Riley Patterson, who the Jags released, and then Patterson proved that he couldn't kick anything over forty-five. So they brought Badgley in, and he's actually been pretty good for us over the last five weeks. I mean, he had him go out there and kick it. He kicked that 54 yarder against the, uh, the, the Rams The Rams. Yeah. Right. So, but indoor indoors. Yeah. They, and they see, they see these guys every day. They have confidence in them. So I don't, there's a part of me that's just like, like, why do you even have a fucking kid? Like at some point you need to be able to just say, all right, like you, you just got to be able to put confidence into the guy that does what he does. And if he misses, then you're in the same spot. 
So yeah. I totally agree with you. The um and also, dude, I think it just shows like I mean, you're you just lost the NFC championship. My team just made the playoffs. Excuse me, under Mike McDaniel with two and now two years in a row. Obviously, both our teams are improving. We expect to be in the playoffs next year. As organizations, go out and find a kicker. Yeah. That, you know, and it doesn't have to be Justin Tucker, but go find somebody that you can run out there for a 50-yarder, and it's just not that it's a foregone conclusion, but make it so a miss is a shocking thing. I mean, like, go get somebody talented, you know, because that's maybe that it could because I'm sure there could have been, I'd like this to be a little closer. All right, let's just get two yards here and then. You know, we'll kick it inside the twenty. Yeah, and that's something I, like that. And I don't know that 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 Campbell. I mean, he hasn't come out and said anything about that. You know, that where the confidence level was for his kicker. Um, it's never been a discussion because he normally just goes for it. It's not like as as you like you second guess it, but you're not surprised by the decision. So no. at least and he has that going for him. The first fourth down which I agree with you. Like I was okay with going for it at the time. When you think back on it, yeah, like maybe, yeah, maybe you go back up 17 and you essentially waste a whole like, you know, three quarters of the third quarter for them to be right where they were at the end of the half. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But in their defense on everything was working in the first half, why not just keep going And, and plays inside the 30 on fourth and less than three, the lions were 18 for 21 and Badgley from 45 yards, uh, you know, or like 40 to 50 yards was at 83%. So the numbers literally said, would say, go for it for the first one. Right. But this kind of, to me, this felt similar to the Dallas two-point conversion thing where the first one you went for, you didn't get it, and that's okay. Then the game continues on, and then you have a chance, you know, just like the two-point conversion. All right, they put you back five yards. You have a chance to just tie the game, but you're... You're so ingrained in wanting to prove that you're right. And I don't think that's Mm. actually how Dan Campbell feels, but that's how I feel, like how it looks, is that you just go for it because you want to prove everybody that you know what you're doing instead of just sometimes just doing what everybody expects you to do. And that's okay. And the difference is, the difference is. Get on him for tying the game there. Right. People are going to be fucking pumped. Exactly. Extend. It's the yeah. playoffs. It's a trip to the yeah. Super Bowl. Extend the game as yeah. long as you can. Because exactly. And my brother, my brother and I were arguing and he was like, you know, I don't, this is fine. I like it. Like go like get the lead. I go, no. I, I, and as they're, you know, or maybe right after it, it happened, I go, San Francisco is going to come down and score. And the game is over. And it was, yeah. we went down yeah. 10, the game was over. So all that said, all the, talk, the national media, one other thing, one other thing, one other yeah, thing yeah, before yeah. we move off of the, the actual X's and O's, the, the running play on third down on the final drive. That To me, you, I think that was, and I don't know if that's Campbell's decision. I think that gets washed over because it was, you know, the game was, it, it, it still would have taken 
a lot for them to win. But I totally agree. I you can't with the do three that. three three timeouts. The three t- you, the the killer is losing the timeout because with the three timeouts, right. then you can kick off there, get the stop, and you have time on the clock. That's what was killer. And this is the other thing, man. And I was screaming it as it's happening. Don't run Montgomery on the field. It's just so obvious what you're going to do there. This isn't the second quarter where if you don't get it on third down, you're going to go for it on fourth down. Situationally, you're you're showing them that you're bringing in your running back. You're running running back. And it just was all too obvious. It was too projected. Like as Montgomery comes running in and the announcers are literally discussing that he's that Dan Campbell would run it here. It's not on. It's not off the table. And you know, Olson's like, "Well, if you run it, you better get it." And I'm just like, "Oh, it's just. It was just too. It just killed me. It killed me. It killed me." Because your offense, dude. I got to tell you, and, and you know, Miami's offense again. Fuck week three and everything we did against Denver and what it gave the impression of us for the rest of the season. But my team, and and you said it every week. You watch my team to end Buffalo to Gen Z, dude. Your guy's offense moves the fucking ball, dude. Like that, I mean, watching the Lions the last few weeks, Jesus Christ, forget my stupid offense. I am so impressed with the way your team moves the fucking ball. You know what and, it is? And I don't see that. Ha- I mean, that's football. That's offensive football. The Chiefs don't even move the ball like that this year. It's like forget throw the AFC. F- it's so good. And, and, like the NFC had the better offenses this year. If we want to go back and look over it, the way the Rams played late, the way the Packers played late, the way you guys played, the way the Niners played when they were at their best, that's you know the the Cowboys at home. That's the best offenses in the NFC wins this year. I would say hands yeah. down. I mean, I I yeah. would agree. And it you know for the Lions, and it's I had all... no idea you guys were going to score points when you went down ten. I was like, they're going to score points here. Like, they're, just, like they're, it's not over. Time. Over. It was just it was just not right. Exactly. Exactly. So, so, but the real thing, the real thing, the killer of this game wasn't Dan Campbell decisions. It wasn't you know fourth or field. It was the fucking fumble. I mean, that's a, it's what it yeah. was. You went down, you you go for it on fourth drops. and two. And the Reynolds drops were killer too. Oh, of course. You go so yeah. This 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 game is literally made in like so the Rams, I'm sorry, the the, the, the Niners scored seventeen points in eight plays. And it went like this. Detroit what? kicks or goes for it on fourth and two. Reynolds drops the ball. Three plays later, Ayuk makes that circus catch that bounces off our, our cornerback's face mask, mm. and they score the next play, or two plays later. The right, very next play, Fumble. Jameer Gibbs fumbles the ball, Niners score three plays later. That is the game. Yeah, am I? That, is, that yes. was the game. And, and well, that so, was the, that's the momentum completely swinging to the other sideline. If, mean, yeah. if the now, Lions would have just drove the field and punted, that game right. is completely different. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, and I, I know, I've watched a lot of your team, obviously, as we got late into the season here. But, I mean, Montgomery is the primary runner. So why is he not there? What when you need to settle the game down? Why is it not Montgomery taking? I just I again so, I don't I don't know what they as obvious as it was running Montgomery in for that third down play. That's why I'm just kind of like oh, Gibbs, they almost no. it seems like they almost take series 
Gibbs in him. Sure. Okay. To keep, like yeah. they just like it's like Montgomery, fresh. and then it's Gibbs. And at that point, it was a first and ten on the twenty-five. I mean, it wasn't. I know. You know, you don't need. I mean, and Gibbs is a is a solid runner. You know, it's not like sure. he's only, uh, you know, a third down back. No, it's so, 50-50. No, yeah. I think it's 50-50. But yeah. I think at that point it was just kind of his drive to take, and he'd been pretty good. He fumbled in the the, the, the same the fucking Thanksgiving game against uh, yeah. the Packers. And that, but that was the last time he had a turnover. So, anyway, so it, uh, it, was, it was a tough pill to swallow. Um, sure. I think in the moment – I was just kind of like, well, okay, I've seen this before, even though not really. Um, and then uh, yesterday, Monday was was rough. I I didn't watch a whole lot. I didn't. It's really weird. So, and I don't know if others are like this, but in in Detroit and in my group of friends and my family, I just we the last couple of weeks between obviously between Michigan football the Lions playoff victories, I just can't get enough of like the national media. And especially because right. everybody was hyped on the Lions, right? I mean, McAfee's talking about it and and, and Rich Eisen. And, and I just like was just a, a, a whore. I was like, to give it all to me. Yeah, yeah. Give me all the dicks. Give them to me. I just want to owe it all. Yes. That drop for next season. That literally – Came to a screeching halt Sunday night. Yeah, and it's just it's no more. Right. But a great. Okay, go ahead. Make your last. I was point. the last I thing wanted, I said. I, I, but I, I, we did get a little bit of uh, news today. Love this news, by the way. Ben Johnson Huge. essentially told the Commanders and the Seahawks to go suck it, and is coming yeah. back as the OC next year. And for yeah. our team, we are like free agency is pretty minimal. Like there's a you know there's pieces yeah. here and there's some defensive linemen, but anybody that you know, TM, is on the team. Yeah. And so, well, and you had said it in the middle of the season. I think it was after a loss. You had said, "Look, honestly, it's not really about this year. It's about next year." And the fact that he, I thought as soon as I saw the article today, I'm like, this is, I'm like, oh man, like, it, like you, like I have the utmost confidence in a full mental reload for the Detroit Lions. I bet they go after you guys for hard knocks. Like, I just think it's like the confidence is going to be there. The team is going to be ready. Like it's not, this is not dev. This is not going to devastate them. Like I, I have the utmost confidence that you guys are going to be, and you better be too, because now you got to fucking deal with yeah. Jordan love. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's not the division. Like you're playing a first place schedule. Now this year, it's going to be harder. It's going to be like he said, he's not wrong, but it's going to well, be, it's going to be fucking awesome. Hopefully we'll, we'll get some injuries. Like, well, like this year we had to play Baltimore as a, the, number two in our division and like the Vikings got to play the Bengals. So, right. You know, anyway, um, real quick. So to your yeah. point though, how you said like Sunday night, all that was shut off. Um, so after we signed off last week, I, I felt this is, it was just, you know, we're just sitting, sitting here hanging out every week, you know, drinking and talking about football. I was like down on myself after last week's show, I was like, wow, I had a fucking terrible show tonight. I was not into it at all. 
and it is a it is this it is a direct result of the way I have felt. Not even since the Dolphins losing to the Chiefs in the wildcard round. Probably more since the loss to Buffalo, and then you know start at the Tennessee Monday night thing, and then the Ravens. Just the way my season ended. And for this being the first year where I've really had a different experience with this team for the first time in a while, where I was very engaged. I'm listening to Dolphins podcasts every day. I'm winning at gambling. I'm listening again. Like you said, I mean, I couldn't get enough every week of like 15 fucking episodes a day getting dropped and all this crazy stuff. Totally engaged in the league and everything going on. And just the entertainment value in my life was all NFL and a little bit of college. And along the way there, and going into last week's podcast, dude, I had so much football fatigue that I just, like, I have not given a fuck. Like, I have not listened to anything. I'm seeking out um, audio books. I don't put on New York sports radio. Like, I really, it's like almost like, did I do it too much this year? And I've really been thinking about that all week. I'm just like... Man, that was kind of the first time I just didn't really care about doing that show. I didn't pay attention to what I was taught. I just didn't like, I'm just like, I'm making these, I told you I was making pre-show. I'm making all these stupid bets. I don't care this week. I'm like throwing around stupid money. Just, I want my account to be empty. Like, I just, like, I'm just so sported out, man. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's I mean, it's It's fatigued. been such a year. It's a lot of fatigue this year with everything that we've been, so like, we've been so into it. Like you said, we've had a lot of our, like, our teams had somewhat, I mean, yours more than mine, but there was success this year. You right. know? And you for last, like yours last year, you know, with I didn't Skylar care last Thompson, year because right. it was Skylar Thompson, right? Yeah. I mean, I told you I was putting furniture, bedroom furniture together with the game on my phone. And I was just listening to the TV broadcast and my dad was painting a room downstairs. And I was just like, oh, it's like, holy shit. Like we could win this game. I right. couldn't even, I didn't even care. Like Kerry was at home watching it without me. Like we didn't give a shit. I didn't care. I just thought we were going to get killed. And, uh, yeah, it was a much different experience this year. And then, I, like I've said it before on the show, with Hard Knocks in season, I became very engaged with the players. And just, you get you know, you get a little bit more. You just get a little closer to what's actually going on. And I love that for the most part. I wouldn't trade that. I want that every year, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But at this, yeah. But, I mean, at, at this, and even with Michigan – and then your team and like the flag on the house with Buffalo and Bylanock breaking my balls in the chat. Like it's been very involved this season. Like I've it been has. very, it has. yeah, it's really weird. I'm just kind of like, man, I need a fucking break. I need, yeah. I said to somebody today, I said, I need baseball where I can yeah. change the channel and come back 20 minutes later. And the next guy's up. Like I just need to be able to like, remove and come back when you just, i need well to. yeah you just need something you just need something new to invigorate you i feel like you're like breaking up with me tm like you're telling me no, why our no, marriage no, is no. uh no i'm saying it just it, that's what it, it's like sounds yeah, it's like, like it, right it's not you it's me right i just exactly. yeah i just you know wait a minute you can't use that at george costanza i invented it's not you it's me but <laughs> it's or but it's you're, like you're breaking like, up it's interesting breaking up with the nfl well like it's, I find it extreme. I mean, and and Carrie, I mean, Carrie being just a diehard Buffalo Bills fan, probably more so, honestly, than I am a diehard Dolphins fan. I need football. She needs the Bills, right? So, yeah. 
She didn't care about these games this weekend until she sees Baltimore losing and she's getting real pissed because she's (laughs) had it with, you know, Taylor Swift and Mahomes. She's had it with them. And then she's like, I don't give a fuck about the Super Bowl. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't fucking think I do either. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the first season I might say, hey, I'm glad there's two weeks off because this weekend coming up, I don't got to worry about football and I can just, you know, take it easy and then look forward to, I guess, I mean, I guess following the points for my box pools. I don't know what else. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, I know I'll, I know I'll watch it. You're going to watch it. Of course you're going to watch it. Right. And I'll, and I'll be engaged and I don't even know who I'm going to root for, but. Right. It's, good uh, point. It's, I mean, uh, it's going to take some time. Take some time for sure. I don't, I don't, as much as I don't want the Chiefs to win just from the simple argument of, ah, they won last year. I don't even know, like, if I want the Niners to win. So it, it is a very strange matchup in that aspect where I'm just kind of like, eh. Yeah. And it's, it'll be disgusting to see Taylor Swift on. I mean, the whole oh, narrative yeah. that Kelsey's going to propose to her after winning the Super Bowl. I mean, oh, I didn't even hear that or think, though. Yeah. That's, that's one of them. Well, um, that's Sorry. a good promotion for our show next week, TM. So we will not be having a show next week because we hate <laughs> the Super Bowl. And <laughs> no, no, I'm going to bring it. I was excited to do tonight and I, and, and I, uh, no, we'll be ready for next no, week. Next absolutely. week will be fun. We just we'll, need we'll get the we'll, we'll little see time if we get off. the boys on and yeah. But uh but yeah, I I don't know what to think yet. Um need So to just for head. like for like spread the like gambling so we both hit Detroit. Yep. And I told you. I, I know, told you don't I bet against so oh, so I get to, I get an I told you so back from you on you That's from right. the week before. But uh That's right. What I had done was I I teased the games so I made I made Kansas City plus ten, and then I was gonna do I was gonna do San Fran minus one because my gut was kind of saying, "Think about this, you know, it yeah. could happen." But you kind of expect, even if it's close. But I said to myself, "I said, there's no way if this game is interesting, can I sit here and fucking be in my head going, oh God, I just need the Niners to win by a field goal or something.'" I said, right. "No, fuck that." So I teased the Lions instead. Thank God I did. Because I said to my dad, I was like, put in the bed. I'm like, I can't not root for Detroit. I'm like, I'm dying for them to win this game. So let me do it this way. And it got a little dicey there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When it was 10, I'm like, oh, don't throw a pick six, please. God, I can just see this blown up <laughs> my face. But anyway, um, so it opened Niners two and a half, minus two and a half, quickly went down to one, two. I saw it two, one and a half. One, all the Chiefs' money came in, and then it went a little bit back to where I think we might be at one and a half, two right now. So the narrative is going to be Chiefs, and the public is going to be Chiefs, which is a complete contradiction to the previous two weeks. So that's what has me maybe thinking I would bet the Niners because everything, yeah, it's Niners minus two. It's back to minus two. So because everything's been, you know, going the way against the public. But it's that fucking Taylor Swift narrative, and I know it's, it's corny to bring up, dude. But it kind of it kind of checks out because everybody was like, dude, the Braven should kill him. But I mean, the NFL needs 
Taylor Swift for ratings, all that shit you keep hearing. Oh, it drives me you fucking nuts. Need, the Ravens, the Ravens beat themselves, man. The Ravens beat themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the Chiefs. Go Niners. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know if I'm we'll there yet. About, I know. We'll talk about it next week. That's right. All right. Let's get out of here, Tim. Um, we'll uh, see everybody next week for our Super Bowl preview show. I don't know if we're going to call it a bonanza. Or we're not, gonna, but... No, we're going to change the name this year. We'll come up with something during the week. It's going to be a different show. All right. The you heard it here first. The super, the super who cares show. <laughs> and we're going to bring Chad C on and just talk NBA all night. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Can we bring back just baseball? Kidding. Oh, my God. I need some Hey, baseball. I'm ready. Let's do baseball. I hate baseball. We're not there yet. Wait till <laughs> April 1st. Wait till April 1st. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll see everybody next week. Uh, yes, sir. Go sports or yay. Go movies. Go next. Go next. Yeah. Go. Listen to the other shows on the network. Get that's some, right. get away and from sports. a special. Uh, we just recorded a commentary. So that's look right out for that, baby. Look out for that. February 5th. All right. We'll see everybody uh, next week. Peace. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the network and subscribe to the full binge at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget. I was going to say, um, <coughs> what did you just say?